Oh, welcome back to the Cool To Be Conscious podcast. As you just heard and witnessed, that was a different noise and it was a, a feminine noise. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, super excited to, to jump into this one today with a special guest. Um, obviously, those that tapped in and tuned in with the last podcast, I spoke into a lot about my current relation and sexuality and... Um, the woman who I'm, I've been connecting with and I'm lucky enough to get her on the podcast <laughs> the day after the release Spontaneously. of it. <laughs> Unexpectedly. So firstly, yeah, today we're just going to, we're just going to riff. We're going to have a conversation and pretend that the mics aren't on and explore all things that we've moved through together. We we had a, a conversation last night and we, we wish we had the headphones on last yeah. night because there's a lot that came through, but we'd love to be able to share and basically talk into it different um, understandings and dynamics and realizations and growth that we've both moved through together as two individuals but also as a as a couple sharing time space and um, emotions and feelings and and time mm-hmm. right and, and I'd love to just speak into that and have you all here and partake in the journey that has unfolded over the past what how long oh I don't I don't even know you've been counting the been, days it's been a <laughs> No, I have not. <laughs> it's been um this many minutes and yeah. <laughs> it's been a it's been a yeah ever changing wave of dynamics since last year. So yeah, yeah, we keep jumping in and out of different realms and yeah. exploring different parts and yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll start from the beginning, eh? Yeah. So from right. the beginning, okay. when I um when I came over to Australia and. This is when this is when Rue was obviously running the stillness, and Jess has been an an original, an OG, uh, an OG attendee of stillness since before I arrived in Australia. And Rue just had you know two or three people on the beach. Jess was down there and, and supporting him, and loved what he's doing, obviously, and resonating with it in some way. And mm-hmm. and yeah, obviously, Rue started talking into the idea that I was coming over and. At the time, obviously, he had no idea who Jess was, but Jess I knew who you were, don't <laughs> you worry. <laughs> just, just started this in background. As soon as we announced I was like, stalk. Stalk. What do you stalk? I stalked you. And what, Hardcore. What, what, were you, what, what were you looking for? I wasn't looking for anyone. I was looking no, no, for anything. You, I was just like, yeah. you know, having checking you out, yeah. basically. And what did you notice? Um... I said this to you a little while ago. There was like a deep sense of familiarity with you, even though I hadn't met you. It was just a like a soul recognition. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a feeling. It's a it's a feeling. It's a pull. It's a draw. It's it's something that you sometimes can't explain. It's not like you're looking at specific body parts or features. It's it's just a feeling that we get sometimes. And yeah, that's the other things and the other feelings that we need to explore. Because we know that there's something to be learnt or, or move through together in that way. There's your alarm. Time to breathe into the belly. <laughs> Ryan's um, teaching me to breathe into my belly. Take me out of my nervous system. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's, um, anyway, we'll, we'll go back to yeah what I, what I first witnessed in you. Like when I, when I got to Australia, I uh, jumped in with Rue and we started running these sessions together. And, you know, it's it's it was really confronting for me meeting hundreds of new people. I come over here and I only had Rue that I knew. I didn't know anyone else, and so for me it was like, um, it was it was a big reset, and mm-hmm. I had to I had to be 
vulnerable. I had to be raw. I had to be myself and um, open myself to step up into the space with Rue. And it was quite confronting because I was stepping into his community and no one knew who I was. And, you know, there was a, there was a sense of um, boots that I felt like I had to fill and step up into because Rue had been talking highly of me before I arrived. And there was a lot that I was working through individually when I arrived over here. There was lots of nerves, lots of uh, anxiousness, to be honest. So I had to really focus on self-regulation and, and grounding my body. And I actually spent two weeks in quarantine, and it really ungrounded me. I was 15 stories bloody above the ground, and I remember getting out of there rattled. I remember you telling me that when I met you. Yeah, mm. and yeah, coming down to stillness and, and jumping in on Rue's sessions was so exciting, but also quite overwhelming. Lots of people, lots of energy, and I, I just actually wanted to curl up in a ball for a few weeks and just kind of be, but I was so excited to get there. But when when I when I first um, got over here, I was, as you all know, I was in a in a state of celibacy unconsciously. I was really focusing on myself and the relationship with me, and there was no uh, thought process of connecting or putting any energy into connecting with anybody in an intimate way or in a relationship in general. I just wanted to do my thing and focus on the mission, which was called Be Conscious and Growing This with Rue. And but but one. One thing you do notice and one thing you do feel is 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 energy, right? It's 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 something that I feel we we should focus on um, bringing to this world is our energy, and we don't want to be remembered for um for things we have, but I feel for energy that we're brought to this place. 100%. If we can if we can express our energy and make somebody feel good in a different way and in a positive way, I feel that we're we're creating change and. Jess is someone that you, you can't unnotice. Wherever she goes, she's felt, and she's just got this glowing, magic, loving energy. And when I first met her and hugged her, I, I felt that, and it was it was exciting. It was exciting that the the feminine energy that was being expressed through her body was elating, and it was magnetizing. And I really, um, I really felt that from those initial interactions and there was always a part of me that was like man I really love Jess's energy I Aww. just love her energy and yeah. and again there, there, there wasn't any uh, sexual um, there wasn't a sexual uh, agenda behind that at all it was just I loved your energy I loved your hugs in the morning and you know after a few weeks of getting to getting to be a part of Rose flows and starting to step up and introduce myself and stuff was really exciting but you know, out of hugging 70 to 80 people, Jess's hug was always one that I, I nourished and, and really enjoyed the way that she held it, the way that she showed up with excitement and um, just the way that pre- she presented herself was very feminine. And for me, and I was in a very masculine energy, Very, I was trying to be really stable and calm and soft and, and she would always throw me out because <laughs> it'd be a lot of energy, a big energy ball would just show up. And I, I, I'm sure those that know Jess understand what I'm talking about here, but for me, yeah, during those next few months, you know, it was um, it was really about just focusing on myself and establishing could be conscious, and um, there was no point in time where I was thinking or having thoughts around woman. It was just mainly focused on uh, could be conscious, and it was really interesting because the blokes that were coming down to stillness, a few of them, you know, mentioned like boys do you like are you hooking up with some of these girls like are you must be so many amazing women here that you guys are connecting with in that way and it didn't cross my mind once 
it wasn't even my sphere, it wasn't even my scope. Like I wasn't seeing the woman coming down as a woman that could be a potential attraction. Mm-hmm. It was literally like seeing humans just show up wanting to really better themselves mm-hmm. and open their hearts up to this stuff and potentially um, learn a little bit more about themselves. So there was never in my scope or in my sphere that thought of, oh, this could be a potential connection. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned on the podcast earlier or before that, it wasn't until I had that experience with the psilocybin where I was visited by that feminine energy where that sparked it sparked something. It really altered and shifted my energy towards connecting with a woman again. And it excited me. It really excited me. And as soon as as soon as that shifted, it wasn't until the next interaction with you where I was like, Oh my god, there's there's something in this. And and it was just excitement. I was like, There's something in this. I feel it. What was that like for you in terms of when you were beginning to interact with me at stillness? Like what were you feeling when we hugged and when we connected in the morning, what was what was going through your body? Uh, I always looked forward to your hugs. Similarly, I think I, I was very intimidated by you when I met you. Um, and there was no part of me that thought he's interested because I didn't feel the agenda from you either. I was like, no, nah, he's just, this is just him. It's his energy. He's here. He's on his mission. And I was just having a little crush by myself on the side. <laughs> so... <laughs> So when the energy then changed and when we did go on our first date, I actually had no idea what we were going on. I was like, are we hanging out as friends? Are we going on a date? Like, I know you were celibate. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. I'm just, I'm just winging it. <laughs> yeah, just, just winging it. What do, yeah. you, what do you think was intimidating when you, when you were first interacting with me? It's what was intimidation? It's the fact that I feel that when you look, you're like you're making direct eye contact. I felt you were looking through me and I felt like I couldn't be anyone but myself with you and in your presence because if I was, you would have seen through it. So it was intimidating almost because you were reflecting back onto me like, oh, Jess, you really have to be yourself here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's it's beautiful when we, um, when we can connect with people like that, that are, that, know and understand when we're not being authentic yeah. or we're not expressing our most mm. purest form of self and yeah. people can say well, it's a, it's actually an energy like I wasn't going to say Jesus not you it's like it's that's <laughs> that presence and that love of unconditional love that mm. I was I think I was <coughs> bringing for you um mm. yeah like I want to talk into that a little bit more like what do you think is have you felt that from any other people before? Any other masculine um, people in your life before you felt that sense of, oh my God, he's seeing straight through me. I have to be myself. No. Had you had that before? No, never in my life. <laughs> and it was intimidating as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I, when I saw you, I actually felt myself sometimes, like especially when I was coming to stillness on days when I wasn't actually feeling great in myself. But I always show up as the energy that I am. But I felt that days when I saw you, I was physically closing up because I was like, I don't want to feel me today. I don't want him to notice. (laughs) And I could feel myself closing in on myself because I didn't want you to pick up on the fact that I was presenting someone that I wasn't feeling that day. Yeah, 100%. It's the fun fun and also... Um, unfun part of being super conscious and connected with your body mm. um, 
you begin to notice and feel into when people are closing or when people are opening and you can't not feel it. It becomes really apparent and that's the gift. That's the gift of being a, a conscious being um, but also the, the challenge too because you can't ignore these things and you have to honour and trust in what feels right. And yeah, let's let's skip ahead a little bit into... Um, well, maybe we give everybody a bit of a background of, of what you're currently... You, you, you've been navigating through as a human, like yeah. individually, and I think it's inspiring for for people to understand where you're at, and it's got. A, I think it's got a big part to do with with the dynamic that we've created together, and like how it's um, evolved and how it's assisted um, potentially in the way that what you're moving through needs that. I feel safety and support and mm. um, openness to talk about things, and and I don't know if you want to open up about yeah. what you've been through and like a, a bit about what you're currently navigating and yeah. and how that started and how that's altered your whole uh, sphere mm. around actually living as mm-hmm. a human and and seeing people as a as a woman who is moving through a lot. Yeah, I think prior to you, the men that I had been in serious relationships were very controlling and I was used to being a certain way and used to I very much had my guard up all the time and I was very insecure completely dysregulated and never had a voice and with you and this dynamic that now we're in now I've really had to learn to number one have a voice and be able to express like these are my boundaries and this is like it requires so much communication and I've never been in a situation that requires like such a vulnerable communication before. Um, and the other thing that's really popped up is yeah, using using my voice. Oh, that's what I just said. <laughs> um, the other thing that really popped up was the fact that up until you, I'd been in situations where I think it was actually more of a deep attachment than it was a deep connection. And being in this dynamic, I've had to really let go of that attachment with you and just enjoy the connection for what it is with no expectations of where it's going. And initially, like, I'm not going to lie, it was 100% there. I was like, where's my life going to go now? <laughs> I, was, I, was very, I did yeah. get very attached to you at one point. And I could feel that in myself. And I actually thought you couldn't pick up on that, but you did. So, <laughs> which I found out when I listened to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> really? I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, having to let that go. Mm-hmm. Um, so even just having that dynamic with you and I and those lessons that I'm sitting through now, I'm really learning to, in my mm-hmm. bigger environmental sphere of how I relate to people, having to, I'm able to voice myself more, I'm able to set firmer boundaries with friends, with family, um, yeah, and also just voice myself and not become attached to, especially with with friends, like really not become attached to this friend has to be in my life the rest of my life, even if we're moving in different directions, we're joined at the hip and it's going to work. Rather, let it go and be like, you know what, maybe we need to disconnect for a while and you need to do you and I need to do me and we'll reconnect if we're meant to. So really fully surrendering and letting the universe completely flow through me has been 
yeah, it's been huge for me. And I wouldn't have experienced that if I hadn't let go and allowed, you know, this dynamic to to take place, especially because I was telling you last night, I was like, I wouldn't be able to be in this situation with anyone but you Mm. because I wouldn't have trusted. I don't trust anyone like I trust you. So, yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. And I, um, (coughs) the the reflections of that, um, internal dialogue shifting with your own understandings of who you are and and what you are is mm. is basically your ability to to grow within yourself to empower yourself to come to a sense of self-love mm. and then from there there's that un- need to attach to specific things that bring you love because mm. you have that already in, inside of yourself and I feel that's a big part of what shifted within both of us yeah. um, is coming to the understanding that we don't need each other to to feel that same sense of love, but we can both explore and express these feelings and emotions that we have for one another in, in this dynamic that is now, I don't know what it is, but we'll talk into that soon. Yeah. Um, but going back to going back to the the moments and when I didn't understand what was going on for me and I just th- I just felt uh, some sense of closure or some sense of um, discomfort in my body. Mm. I couldn't navigate what it was. Obviously, I thought it was the commitment issues with heading overseas, could it be conscious, time, capacity, because all of my time is just focused on could it be conscious. It's like a 24-7 thing. It's I not know. like a 9 to 5. And you I know. <laughs> I witnessed. Yeah, you witnessed. You witnessed. You're getting an understanding of that. So I thought it was originally that, right? Mm. And... We were connecting and um, yeah, when we started getting sexual and having that relation, um, things got deeper. Like things got deeper. We started connecting on a deeper level. But the priority for me was to make sure that you felt super safe to open your, your heart before you open yourself physically to sex, to intimacy. That was number one, mm. is, was making sure that you, you felt really supported and and safe. Yeah, you didn't make that very hard. Let's <laughs> be honest. It's good. It's good. Um, but yeah, as we, as we to give this context for those that are listening, we were I would say seeing each other for like it was like five or six months, yeah. on and off. I was on the road a lot. I was freaking up and down the coast a lot. But we would go like five weeks yeah. without chatting at some stages. Yeah, and fully. Yeah, it wasn't like this um, fully committed thing <clears throat> but it started to move into that as I was based on the sunny coast a bit more I could see Jess she was on the Goldie I could be back and forth from there a little bit more and it became a bit more of a frequent thing and as that happened things started to get a little bit more attached in that way and yeah that part of me inside was just feeling a little bit off about it I was like because I was getting that energy shift from Jess and she was like <laughs> You know, talking about America. And, and talking <laughs> like, do you want me to come with you? Yeah. I'm packing my bags. Yeah, pack my bags. I'm coming. <laughs> and uh, yeah, for me, I was starting to feel some resistance there. And I was like, man, what is that? Like, mm. What is going on there? And because I was like, is it is it a, a non-commitment issue for me? Is it like, a, am I afraid to open my heart more to her? But we've always been so open and honest in that way. Like, we've told each other everything. Like, there's mm. been no walls up. There's been no or nothing unspoken, like the transparency has always been there from the beginning, but it continues to grow further and further, the, the openness and transparency as we've just Had evolved together. Morning. Yeah, literally, <laughs> yeah. Um, but when 
when I listened to that podcast and Paulchik was talking into the dynamics there with relations and how he felt that he couldn't just love one woman and he feels that he's got so much love to bring and share with other women in that way and it was for me it wasn't a it wasn't coming from a space of I need to go and connect with someone else and have sex with them mm. for me I've got to a place in myself where I don't need to have that fulfillment or that validation or that sense of love coming from me externally at all it's it's so far beyond that it's like a, a pull from my soul or spirit that is telling me that there is more growth and potentially more healing in sexuality for me and other relations and so for me when I was committing to you and that monogamous kind of dynamic it was creating that closure and I don't know what it was and when I understood what it was my whole body as I said activated I'm shivering for those that are listening I've been in the ice bath I'm still shivering um, and my whole body activated and reacted and and I just knew that that's what it was that's what that truth was mm. and I had to voice that to you straight away but let's let's rewind Let's rewind to the pain that we both had to move through in order to to feel and allow the bodies to process. During that time, I said to Jess, "I was like, look, um, I can't, I can't keep committed to this dynamic that we're in right now." This is wait and wait. No, it's just rewind a couple of days though. Okay. Okay, because when oh, so I came down to Adelaide. Yeah. And when I left. Yeah. It was when I left that we hugged goodbye at the airport. I bawled my eyes out. I had no idea why I was crying. Couldn't stop crying. Cried the whole flight home, the poor person next to me. And I felt in myself resistance. And I felt for the first time, I hadn't seen you in a while. And um, I felt myself having to put a wall up and which was so new to me with you because I'd never felt that Mm. before. And I sat in that and I was like, is that my resistance or is that your resistance? And then I think, and I reached out like a day or two later, I was like, hey, we need a chat because I'm feeling something. And then that's when we dropped into it. And yeah. Yeah. So it was a it was a premonition, I think. And I felt I'd felt your resistance. Yeah. So And at that moment I was having massive internal battles with my mind and my ego that was creating stories and trying to understand what that resistance was and where it was coming from. And that yeah, the ego likes to create these um stories or or reasons for um opting out or um creating um, firm boundaries or literally sabotaging relationships Mm. because it doesn't want to feel or lean into a potential uh, shadow or pain that we haven't moved through in order for us to expand or grow. So I was navigating with that and I was like, this is interesting, all these stories that are coming up, but it made sense for me and my intellect, but my heart and soul was still like, no, that's not it. But I had to honour that because I knew that if I was going to continue to see you and if I was going to continue to lead you on in a way because I didn't know what was creating that closure and I couldn't navigate to that point and go this is what is going on so I had to I had to basically speak into what I thought it was which I which I thought it was the capacity I thought it was the commitment thing I thought it was me needing to be on mission more and I had to honor that but a deep sense of me knew that that wasn't it me too I knew it wasn't it and I and I was yeah, I just didn't know what it was. But I had to tell you because if I continued to see you in that state of being with that closure, it was going to actually cause trauma and pain and suffering mm. for us both. Yeah, because I was feeling, I was feeling, feeling it. it. I was you're feeling, feeling it. it. The, the divine feminine feels everything. <laughs> Intuition knows. Bodies know, right? Yeah. And it wasn't like a, a full-on um, confronting thing, but it was a subtle thing and it started to build. And yeah, when I when I voiced it to you and I was like, look, we've, we've got to... 
pull pin here. I can't, I can't keep committing to you because I know that it's just going to lead into pain and, and suffering. It was, it was so challenging me f- to voice, and it was really challenging for me to hear you because I feel that you had already come to that realization as well, but not to the degree in which <laughs> you thought I was. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say, "Hey, Jess, yeah. like this isn't going to go anywhere past Australia." And I was prepared for that. I thought, okay, this is what he's going to do. Yeah. But then you're like, no, we just can't have this dynamic at all. And I was like, wait, 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 what? what? <laughs> and that was so unexpected for me. And I felt my heart drop out of my body at that point. And you would have had it over the phone too. So yeah, I felt it as well. And for, for, for me, I knew that I had to really welcome in the feelings of, of the pain of the pain of the heart cracking open because it did and I felt your heart crack and you know when you're in these uh, connections and intimate relations you are interconnected you are connected with one another um, energetically and spiritually and um, physically in times as well but for when, when I felt your heart crack open on the phone I too went crack and uh, to, to process pain those that are listening, you need to feel everything fully. Otherwise, it just gets stuck in your body and it manifests into other things, other causations of physical illness or um, mental challenges that, that turn into unworthiness and, and toxicity within your own mind. So when we're having these chats with Jess, I was, when I was having these chats with Jess, I was like, I've got I've to really hold the container for us both to move through this pain because this is what I do for a living. I assist people <laughs> to move through trauma and pain and heart opening mm-hmm. you know, this is what I do so I, I had to really embody that and assist us both through that and to assist us both I did assist myself first so I could assist you and for two days I went just into my own heart into my own mind and really felt everything that it brought up for me mm-hmm. and it brought up a lot of guilt it brought up a lot of shame for creating that hurt in your heart you know it's the last thing that I wanted to do was was that was hurt you and and I did, and it hurt. It freaking hurt. And I um, took time from being on and Rue, and I processed, and I felt, and I physically opened my body up, and I also emotionally opened it up, and I sobbed, I processed, and I welcomed it all in with a curiosity and fascination to feel it, because I hadn't felt pain like that for freaking years and years and years since beginning this journey, really. I think that's when I felt the hardest pain. Um, and it was a reminder it was a reminder of the power in which it brings the heart. The heart is this freaking powerful <sighs> capsulation, I feel, of the whole universe and the body. And when it when it breaks, when it opens, it's felt across the planet just as love is. It's the, it's the beautiful pol- polarity that the heart brings, the love and the pain. And mm. I was feeling it all. And I was feeling all of yours as well. And I know that you were moving through the same thing. Mm. Um and talk about that and how that felt for you yeah initially it was the <coughs> initially it was the shock of it and I think I was I was really numb for the first 24 hours and then it just hit me and um I'm used to in a dynamic like when because you and I had a conversation we're like okay and we we're saying okay we want to maintain a friendship and that was very, very new for me because I was very used to, if my heart's broken, I'm shutting down, you're out, I never want to talk to you again, I never want to see you again. 
and I said that to you, I was like, I'm not used to this. Like, I, I don't, I don't know how, yeah. how I can do this. And, um, so we gave each other a little bit of time mm. just on our own uh, to process. And that was really good because yeah, I could really just sit in that. And I <sighs> felt it so deeply. <gasps> yeah, what did you do to process it? Uh, in pa- in the past, I've filled my time and cool. We just been through a breakup. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat food, <laughs> sugar, <laughs> sugar, donuts, chocolate, <laughs> lots of tea. Um, and it was different with you though because I knew you were allowing yourself to feel it. So I thought, okay, if he's letting himself feel it. I'm going to I'm going to do this. This is really new to me and I'm going to let myself really drop into this and feel it. And so I did I created space to lean into the pain of it and yeah, I just go through waves of mm. oh, it was you know, heartbreak it becomes physical pain. Um and I let myself just go through that for a good the first week was the worst and then you and I started chatting and yeah. I jumped on for that support and yeah. assistance in any way that I could. Yeah. And oh, it felt like it felt like I'd been cracked open. Mm. And it was hard. It was hard maintaining a friendship with mm. you at that point because every time we spoke, I felt like I'd been triggered and I'd just cry again and I'm like, "Are you sure this is what you want? Are you sure?" <laughs> yeah. And uh, and for me it was challenging because I was like has to be this way but a part of me was like fuck maybe it doesn't i and, know and, and yeah you know and and this is when i had that realization and everything shifted but mm. until then like i just want to talk into that like when you are conscious when you are aware of yourself enough and you know yourself enough and you understand all your patterns and all your behaviors any relationship in your life you can heal and you can recreate and um, shift the dynamic in that you can move from intimate to friendship if you can't then you are sabotaging an opportunity to really create and grow within yourself and together as conscious human beings mm-hmm. those that are out there and break up with someone and, and do that they, they create the boundaries they say that's enough I'm never seeing this person again you're creating pain in your own body you're not forgiving them which is going to cause pain in your body not theirs and you're not moving through that um, trauma you're literally creating trauma um, in your body and it's going to show up in, in new relationships and it's going to continue to repeat itself 100%. so then put the importance to to heal those dynamics whatever they are whether that's your brother or sister or um, whether that's your partner intimate significant other to heal them even when you do go through a breakup or a shift in dynamic to heal that to come to some agreement and move through it together and change perspectives and have compassion for one another and and love for one another because we're all just doing our best and mm. we're all growing and, and learning together um, as a human race. Mm. But, yeah, talking into to where we're at now and that, that realisation I had when I called you up and I was like, Jess, I freaking understand what it is now. And it makes so much sense for me and it just felt so right in my body and in my heart. And mm. and it was like this, I, f- I felt like a kid had just gone to bloody... School I camp. can feel the excitement <laughs> yeah. in your voice. <laughs> I was like, Geez, I know what it is. And I don't know how you're going to take this, but I had to speak my but truth. But you know what? I I knew before mm. you told me, I feel like it was already sitting there because I, when I was going through the process of everything, I was thinking, it can't just be this. It can't just be this. It can't. This, it's so much deeper than this. And 
I had I had an inkling it was that but just based on prior conversations we'd had about our beliefs in marriage and etc so when you came to me to tell me I was I was a pretty much prepared for what you were going to say yeah. so it wasn't all that surprising and yeah. I did say to you on the phone I was like I'm not surprised I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for this I know you did. <laughs> I know. and the way that you received it was so amazing and again it comes back to that compassion and um, self-understanding for individual humans moving through their own shit and, and learning and growing and it was it was amazing to, to have that received from you so openly and even though it brought up a bit of resistance to the idea of me connecting with someone else sexually, you were still open. You were still open to, to hear me and to um, understand what that was and how far beyond that was from my own mind or my own ego. It was yeah. coming from a place of, of spirit, of soul, of um, desire to, to raise my level of consciousness through learning and growing and, and sexual dynamics and for you to receive that was freaking massive. Oh, I just knew that when you came to, like you were saying it from such a place of love, it wasn't, I knew it wasn't anything ego-based of, oh, I want to go off and have sex with other girls. I knew it was, I knew where it was coming yeah. from and the way you delivered it was so beautiful and I was just so proud of you for honouring yourself and being able to actually voice that truth to me as well because I'm sure many other situations the guy would just keep quiet and yeah. blame something else because it's easier than actually saying, yeah. this is what I'm feeling. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, I, I just respected you so much for telling me. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. And this is, um, this is the work, eh? This is, this is the work as a, as a conscious being. It's a responsibility to, to create these change and, and changes and create new understandings and perspectives for everybody. Like, you, you and I are both... Um, navigating and moving through this together, but um, it's it's not a it's not an individual thing. It's a it's a it's a thing that we do together now, and um, we're both learning every single day mm-hmm. more and more what this looks like and what it feels like, and just going by feeling. You know, as we've spoken to this morning, it's not like I'm consciously looking for someone to connect with. It's yeah. not going to be the way that this works. It's 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 me doing. Like as I said, it might be not. It might not be for another yeah. year. <laughs> it might not be for another year until this actually happens. Um, until I feel that um, that energetic connection with somebody that is beyond my own ego and yeah. beyond my own mind, and it's a it's a soul connection. It's when your body is responding or reacting or being drawn to something that doesn't quite seem um, real. It's like whoa, you know. And I hadn't had that. I haven't had that with anyone else apart from you this far. But something inside me knows that there's a potential of that connection that is out there. And for me, I just had to honor my own, that own feeling and say that I can't commit to you in a monogamous way. That is a you and us, just just you and I, solely connected as a partnership um, right now. Because I know that there's a deeper yearning for me to, to be intimate and to connect someone sexually in the future. Mm. Um, so that was for me, just honoring that. And it's not to say that... Um, this right here needs to stop it's like no I'd love to keep exploring this with you because when we're together the 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 energies it can move mountains it's it's something that is um something that I've never experienced before in a part in a, in a connection in an intimate connection with somebody either like the way that um we are so open and and trusting and safe 
safe, safe, safe yeah, is number you, one. You just always surprise me with, I think, and I, we were saying this, um, actually this morning I was saying I'm so used to having to protect myself to a certain extent and prepare myself for, I'm going to say something, it may trigger you, and I'm, I prepare myself for you to receive it poorly. And every single time you surprise me. So... Mm. What do you it's think has been, been the biggest surprise so far in the way in which I've received something? Um, well, this morning you really, this morning, this morning's still fresh. That's what I'm feeling. Mm. Um, but yeah, like for context, Good. like opening up about my health and um, yeah, how, yeah, it was poorly received in prior relationships. And I think I had that trauma of, don't just cover it up. Everything's good. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. And I had, I had been, I hadn't been sharing mm. with you. And then I had a really terrible night last night and <laughs> I was lying in bed this morning and I was like, I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to tell him. And as soon as you woke up, you're like, how are you? Cause I knew you sensed I was having yeah. a really rough night and I was like, I'm so bad. And I just started sobbing. Yeah. And, but you how like your response to that was just, Oh, I just felt so held and so safe. And I just, in my head, I was like, why didn't I tell him this sooner? Mm. It would have saved so much pain and so much of myself feeling like I need to hide myself. And yeah. now I just, yeah, I feel so seen by you. Yeah. And it's a really safe, f- freeing feeling. Yeah, so a freeing feeling. Mm. And, and that's that's what happens when, that, that is what trauma is. It's when mm. something happens to you and it's used against you. Uh, to manipulate or control that's what happened to you you were uh, abused <laughs> you're abused by your old partner um, due to circumstances that is so out of your control mm. due to your health and um, for him to use that against you in those ways was is, is sickening and I feel it's it happens a lot with men that are, are very disconnected to their their masculine energy and that are um, wounded in mm. a big way uh, they need to control they mm. need to hold on to and make sure that you feel uh, insuperior um, and not enough so you're latched on and attached 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 yeah and when there's none of that when you feel so safe and so supported there's none of that yeah. there's only equality and equilibrium within the relationship within the dynamic and yeah. and harmony as well mm. you know and for for those that are uh, you're still tuning in and listening, just open transparency 100%. and honesty in relationship is number one. If there was an open transparency and trust within this, this dynamic would not work because Jess would be closed off to trust me. She wouldn't mm. see or hear me if I was speaking into what I've spoken into and how this is all altered due to that uh, deeper um, sense of... Um, pull from my soul or spirit you'd be like oh, the f- this guy's talking oh, shit if you, yeah I know if you came to me with hey Jess this is what I've realised this is what I'm going to do and you were any other human nah see you later bye yeah, yeah. because so I knew it was coming it would come from a different I th- place I think it's important for people to understand that these dynamics can only really take place when you are at a level of consciousness within yourself and are interconnected with one another in that, in that same sense as well and, and, and match each other on the energetic level because if there's uh, an underlying trauma or um, sense of not enoughness or unworthiness, you're going to seek externally for love and pleasure, full stop, whether that's in the in the vices of alcohol, drugs, sex, porno, 
whatever that may be, you're always going to be needing that sense of external validation and, and love. So until you are fulfilled in your own, you know yourself to the freaking core, you know your programs, you know what's running, you've tapped into your subconscious mind, you've awoken um, the wisdom from your body, from your being, and you've moved through the trauma. Mm. This isn't actually, a, I think, a safe dynamic to be in with for people. It's going to cause more trauma. It's going to cause more distrust. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to, like I, like I said to you, we said the other day, I'm really interested to see how we go when the time does come because that it'll that will be a test. But I'm open to it. Yeah, but you know? until I'm like, okay, let's yeah. I'm embracing it. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the beautiful thing is those that are, yeah, tapping in uh, and tuning in, still listening. The, the commitment to feel the love and the connection and intimacy that we are enabling ourselves to feel is basically um, the same commitment to feeling the pain and the hurt that we too have felt and will feel in every single dynamic in life. When we choose to love somebody and we choose to be intimate and connected to them to the degree that we are, the heart opening, we are also committing to the pain and hurt that comes with that. That is the polarity, that is the commitment. And it is like that with every single relationship that you are in, with every single dynamic. When you choose to love somebody, no matter what, inevitably you're going to have to let them go. Either they're going to lose, leave the planet before you and die or you may... Things may shift, yeah, and you're gonna absolutely. let you're gonna have to lose them and let go of that same love. Yeah. So what I invite you to do is to freaking open yourself up to feel all of that love for what it is, without mm-hmm. that without that fear of feeling the pain, but excitement to feel the pain. Yeah, excitement. It's a human experience. The, the whole pain, thing. The pain is the growth. Yeah. Oh, and I'm absolutely. sure you feel that as well. I feel that so much. I honestly feel rebirthed after you and I went through what we yeah. did with the heartbreak, heart expansion, because yeah, all of I, I just have so much more sense of clarity in who I am, and yeah, it's been it's been amazing. I don't even know how. I don't even know how, but. Yeah, it's just been, yeah. and I'm and I'm like not scared of feeling yeah. anything now. I'm just like, this is part of life. I'm going to get through it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's just one massive lesson. And massive. you learn so much and yeah. everything's so, always preparing you for something else. So, 100%. Oof. And for those that are moving through something similar and really struggle to articulate dynamics to friendship, to friend groups and to family, know that it doesn't matter what they think it doesn't matter what they believe in it doesn't matter if they're going to support you or shut you down or whatever that may be as long as you truly believe in what you are doing for yourself and you trust in yourself that's all that matters people are going to try and knock you down no matter what you're doing in this world whether you're a person who is a vegan touchy subject we'll talk into that next week <laughs> with your person that is a vegetarian or a carnivore whatever you do if that is supporting your health in a positive way i take my hat off i support you i support you it is when people just try and bring you down for no reason at all i will never support that i'll never support that that is the ego trying to destruct someone's growth do what feels right for you speak your truth be honest with yourself be honest with your companions and your relationships and lean into it all lean into <laughs> it all lean with it rock with it step with it jump with <laughs> it <laughs> yeah but I, yeah this was pretty good it yeah, was a good conversation was a, yeah, wasn't it, was it? Good conversation. and 
again, just thank you so much for being open to, to converse That's in this way. Right. And I, I trust that everyone listening really got something out of that, hearing it from your perspective and the way that you articulated it was beautiful. And yeah, I really believe it'll shine some light on the openness and transparency and that integrity that is the most key part of, of being in a relationship. Oh, and communication. Yeah. And I'm sure people felt and heard and heard and heard heard and felt all of that. So thank you for being here. That's all right, right. Oh. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> pleasure. And yeah, thanks again for tuning in, fam. Whether you are sitting in your car still or at work or doing your mahi, I I truly believe that you investing this time in, into yourself is, is huge. It's so huge. And I trust you got a lot out of that one. It was different. It was raw. It was real. There were there were nearly tears being shed on the couch. And uh, <laughs> it's what it's all about. It's feeling that depth of love and, and, and support for one another unconditionally. And again, wherever you are and whatever dynamic you are in, know that it is perfect for you. It is perfect for you right now and to just really open and lean into it more. And if you can open self more, just really practice that. Open yourself. Be vulnerable. Be open. Be raw. Speak your truth. And and trust in whatever response they bring you is is the response that is perfect. And if they don't respect and honor you for being open and raw, then this is where boundaries and, and self-respect need to come in. And you need to honor yourself first, number one. If you don't feel safe, don't open up Yeah, as well. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, safety. Yeah, huge. huge, huge. Anything to say? Um, you did a pretty damn good job of wrapping that up just then. I don't know if I could top that. Jess has got a. Jess is an author. She's written a book, and she has an inspirational story to share with you all. It will. It will really um, give you all a perspective of the power of this woman and what she's been through and what she continues to to battle through as an individual and mm. please please tap into that book um it's called more than skin more than more than skin, more deep. Than skin deep more than skin deep and uh it goes into a really amazing story about Jesus' health journey and i think it'll inspire many of you so so jump into that and give it a read buy it support jess um find her on social media jess man <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. We've gone from the name drop to And she's on Tinder <laughs> <laughs> You can find me on Hinch and Bumble <laughs> <laughs> so good. Mm. High five Big love fam Peace, love, enjoy the rest of your day Have fun out there <laughs> Be the love, be the fun, be you Mwah. <laughs>